everybody. Welcome to episode 58 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robert Robinson. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, we saw that today, Once Upon a Time, <laughs> which we'll talk about. We're going to talk about that film today, but I also want to talk about something else. Okay. Something else. What? Because on the way back from seeing that film, we stopped to do some shopping mm. for our film. Mm. For getting some wardrobe ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, because wardrobe plays an important part of any film. True. You know. Um, and we didn't really find much. Uh, we found nothing, yeah. actually. If right. by much you mean nothing, then yes. Yeah. We didn't find much. Because you're, you're searching for, we're searching for what we need, but we're also searching for what we need on our budget. Right. I think so, this is the first time that I really put, I mean, I put wardrobe into consideration for the gaffer just because the... I feel like we talk about the gaffer all the time. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Seriously, it's like literally well, over a year know, ago. Uh, but I'm a using it. Film festivals I, gave a I'm crap using about it. it as an example only because um, it was the first time. That was the first time that there was an actual kind of like um, style to the wardrobe. Yeah. yeah Before yeah. that, I I was like in scrubs. There's not really much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in scrubs. Whatever. Right. Um, but that was the first character that I was like, all right, she's posh. So I have to actually. Have hair and makeup done because she she wouldn't walk out we all had a janky. Artist yeah, on that shoot, on Mia that Bauman. Day. Like, there's no way that she would just like you know jank her way through that scene. She yeah. would be very classy. The complete opposite of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ripped jeans and a graphic tee wasn't going to do it. Right. So, um, this wardrobe for a vital sign is obviously not stylized to that extent, but there's still. A, a well, kind of a look, you know, yeah, and I think definitely that a mood we're trying to portray through the. I think that people in our position and with low budgets really don't. I find that they either don't put any thought into wardrobe because they just either don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. or don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a combination of both. I mean, like I kind of know a little bit about wardrobe, but not nearly enough. I wish I knew more because. Mm-hmm. Styling yourself is different. That's how you look, but you're not playing you. I'm playing someone else. How does right. this person dress? And, you know, um, I'll look at something and go, oh, I don't like that. But I don't have to like it. This character, character maybe right. wears, you know, froofy, like flowy dresses. I don't, mm-hmm. but maybe she would. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, so I find that it, it's an extreme of either there's that or it's like the super low budget film, like really like simplistic locations but then everybody's like hyper stylized, you know, they, right. they came off the matrix right. or something, you know, and it's like this wardrobe doesn't match your locations at all. Like it's right. just, it's, there's too much on, you know, or it, somebody spends all their money on a mansion and there's n- no money left at all for wardrobe. Right. So why do these people look like they came out of a nightclub, but they live in, you, you know, a, a mansion. So um, for this one, it, it's sort of that these people are... You know they they are a natural type of folk, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get right. You know, there's like hippie, right? Because I think that's the stereotype is that you know any type of uh, commune mm. that they're automatically like hippies, right? And right. they're so not. They're either all wearing the same thing or they're all wearing like ripped flannel, right? You know, yeah. It's either a uniform, which mm-hmm. I don't want to do, and um, or it's dashikis yeah. and like moccasins or something, yeah. And uh, and sandals and stuff and I just uh, 
I don't do sandals because I don't do feet. Mm. So nobody's wearing sandals. <laughs> I'd actually rather someone be barefoot than wear sandals. I can't stand them. Yeah. I, know I don't know why. What you have against sandals. But yeah, and it's also to wear them as a child. And also working with a color palette as as much as we can, right? Because we have so, yeah. so many people to dress. It's not necessarily in the budget for us to go out and buy outfits for everybody. So it's just it's not in the budget at all, actually. All right. Everyone's using their own wardrobe. Right. I was just, just looking a, to buy some extra things. Right. But then it's a matter of looking through what they have that works. Yeah. You know, in that environment. And then if somebody doesn't have something that works, then, you know, maybe, you know, have to figure something out. I mean, everybody has like a plain muted something or. Yeah. I I hope so. I may buy, um, like, just maybe buy some thermal shirts, Mm -hmm. something simple that you would wear if you lived on a farm or. Right. And, you know, just in a bunch of different sizes and if somebody doesn't really have anything particularly great for that scene, like, here, throw this on. Right. Um, but that adds up, you know, you have to buy yeah. several things in several different sizes. And um, so, yeah. 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 So today's challenge was that we were forcing ourselves to just pick something. Mm. I found it was like, well, I guess this would work. Right. And that's not really what you want to no. do. <laughs> so I'm going to get that home option, and hate it. Yeah. But it's, it's also, um, you know, the, a small part of it too, is just technical, the technical side of it, knowing like, I don't want to film anything with any tight patterns and I, we're filming a lot of stuff outside in the sun. So I want to stay away from bright colors like white or yellow, red, um, red I just don't, I'm not a big fan of red, like a pure red because it tends to bleed It's of all the, the RGB colors. Red is the one that bleeds the most. So I try to stick. So you're to saying that you're not that. a fan of red? I like red as a color, but and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah lightning like at lightning speed that flew yeah past your face well, i'm tired Surprise. today because i don't know, <laughs> know. i walked what? the mall twice <laughs> you walked from one end to the other <laughs> yeah. like that was it um also mm-hmm. with like stranger things being out and this whole like 80s retro thing being so big now it's kind of ironic that Nobody's really at the mall anymore. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed. Mall on a Saturday afternoon, and it was like a ghost town. It's our mall rant. But yeah, it's, uh, man, it's crazy. I can remember even just 10 years ago being there on a weekend. It was insane. It was insane always. And now it's like, I mean, there's people there for sure, but it's like, it it feels like a weekday. 25% of those cars in the parking lot were just employees. Yeah. I don't really think it was, because it was quite barren at times. Because who buys anything in the mall, you know? I mean, some people do. I mean, we yeah, were obviously. there, but it's just it's seeing the stark difference of online and internet shopping yeah. and how prominent that is that people are not even really bothering to go to the mall. Clothes is always tricky. I you can't know, to buy, buy stuff online. online. I don't know, like clothes. See, I need to, clothes. 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 Hmm. What is that outfit? That's that outfit. You mocking me? Are you mocking me with that outfit? Mocking, mocking you? you? No, judge. No, I'm not mocking you. <laughs> A high five to whoever knows where that's from. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of our experience with that. And it's going to continue. I'm going to have to go on the search. And then here's another thing mm. that is sort of a pet peeve of mine Ugh. is when you can tell, oh, Ugh. good grief. Um, when you can tell that a character's outfit is straight off the rack and what, not what, like, something. Oh, when you like just bought it? Yeah, sort of, yeah, not something the character is like. Yeah, man, that character's been living worn. in that thing, and the thing's been worn. Especially unless it's specifically right, supposed to be new, right? But. Um, especially in in this film, it can't be anything particularly new, yeah. new because yeah. these characters aren't like the shopping 
materialistic type. They would yeah. just have what they have. So getting a shirt that's like crisp mm-hmm. <laughs> with a nice crisp pattern, if the pattern worked, does not work. Yeah. It's like you throw it's, it on, you roll around in the mud, you wash it 20 times. Yeah. Good to go. I think it's something that you don't think about. But and I don't even think that maybe for a lot of audience members that it clicks what doesn't what they don't quite buy about it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that when you see worn clothing and you you kind of just fall into that yeah. sort of belief that you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is their life and this, you know, but if they're in a brand new shirt, <laughs> it looks a little weird. Plus a lot of it too, I think is, is you know, I mean, this goes outside of wardrobe a bit, but um, to the same point of having the house lived in. Now the house that we're renting is, is amazing in terms of, uh, you know, production design. It's kind of already there, but having the characters moving around the house, like, they live there their whole life. How would they come down the stairs if you've come down the stairs a hundred mm-hmm. times? You know, little things to think about. Um, but it all goes into making people feel like they live, they truly live there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to keep searching for clothes. Yes. I'm probably going to be doing that. Yeah. Cause and I just have to make sure that it works on my end. I usually, if you're not too busy, I'll send you a hundred pictures of what I'm thinking of getting. Mm-hmm. And if you are, I'm just like, well, I'll just get it and return it if I have to. <laughs> and I try yeah. to just look at, okay, is this pattern too tight? Is this, I don't know. Um, speaking of the script, I just kind of want to give a little shout out here to mm? Brandon Lillard. Mm? I think it's Lillard, right, Brandon? I'm sorry. Lillard? Lillard. Lillard. Brandon Lillard. Brandon Lillard. Who... Is the he's the the latest and last mm-hmm. actor that has been added to the to the cast, and he he's a busy man. He's got lots of stuff to do, so he it took him a little while to get through the script. He he agreed to the part before reading the script. Right, <laughs> he's that's, like, that's I'll the take kind it. Of, that's the kind of stone cold dedication that we require. He said, I'll take it. You're stuck we with me. Require. So um, he he has he sort of came the closest to getting the story mm. and getting the the sort of little the little canals if you will mm. that i created mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so shout out to him for for getting it smart as a whip that one <laughs> can't get anything past that guy Mm-mm. um yeah cuz i got some really weird readings of it yeah. yeah and one that just threw me so hard that i almost <laughs> questioned whether we should film this cuz i was like oh no is this what people are going to think no uh but mostly People seem to get the feel of it, but he kind of like got a little bit more. You think he's been listening to us talk about it and he's been absorbing really, all of that? I haven't really discussed any of the mm. plot twists, if there are any. Uh, so, um, yeah. We don't do plot twists. No. Or do we? Yes, we do. No, we don't. No, no yes, not, do. not in this one. Maybe, yes, possibly. Yes, so, yeah. So that's always exciting. Yeah. As a writer, when Somebody you're like, they get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets it. Because yeah. not everybody's going to get it. I know it. I'm already waiting for the like, so, okay, wait a minute. So was this, was Bruce Willis dead the whole time? I don't understand. <laughs> was that, they're on an island, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's an island. There's another dimension of an island before the spaceship comes down. Oh, it's a comedy. Down. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so I just, I, (laughs) we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge Tarantino fan and even more so DiCaprio fan. Yeah. DiCaprio, only because Philip Seymour Hoffman has passed, is my number one. Uh, What? 
above Gary. Yeah. Listen, let's just get into it. We, we got into this a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman's a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal actor. He's why I got into actor acting literally. And then Hoffman came in yeah. shortly after that. But he was why I, I saw Gary Oldman and I was like, OMG, I want to mm-hmm. do this. This looks awesome. And then I don't know what's happened. Not like I can't even I can't even speak for his performances because they're films that are so bad that I won't even watch them. Mm-hmm. That makes me so sad in my heart. So he doesn't do the best. It's like a life support machine. I don't know. Sorry, just picks he goes, anything. He goes from like huge budget playing a character, biopic, something, and then just goes like whoom, straight to streaming with like something no no one's even heard of, it. and not like in an in an indie sense, right? But just in a in like, like a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In that in that this sense of uh, that there's this pocket in Hollywood, right, of people who have just enough money. To make films and get good actors, but the movies are shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what they make. It's not like, you know, there's like the Sharknados, which are like a joke. No, those right. those are kitschy. Like they, they keep making them because people are like, this is so bad, it's good. And right, you watch right. it. But then there's, it's obscene how much money goes into these like terrible scripts. Like, yeah. not, and, but there's just, you know, Tons a $4 million budget. For, all like, on demand. <laughs> all on demand. And it's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And he seems to be doing these films. And yeah. I'm like, you're better than this. Why? What are you doing? And it hurts uh, my heart. Yeah. And it's so it's it's not because, oh, he's not doing mainstream movies. I don't give a shit. I wish DiCaprio did more independent stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but he's just such a, like, he's just such a good actor. I don't know. I just, I've never watched anything with him that I was like, wow, that was horrible. Mm. He did so bad. I've seen. I've watched films that were like, eh, I could have lived without that. The Beach, mm-hmm. Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah, you know it happens. Yeah. I was in the beginning you too. You wear it until you die in it. <laughs> he was very young, yeah. but I'm even if even if I'm not a huge fan of the movie, I'm always a huge fan of his performance. Mm-hmm. So together again, Tarantino and DiCaprio, mm-hmm. Tarantino and Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, well, yeah, but T- Pitt and it has done a Tarantino film before, right? Are you kidding me right now? What am I missing? You're going to feel really silly. Uh, Scoozy. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. I forgot it. Yeah. Sometimes I question if yeah. you, like, if this is your human form or not. Mm. I wonder. I wonder. Mm. Uh, for instance, like when we got out of the movie, I'm just going to fo- fast forward. Right. Paul's not really a huge Tarantino fan. He can take well, him or leave him. It does not, think, like, he doesn't look I forward think... to his movies the way, like, no. it's, right now, I'm just like, okay, the next one is supposed to be the last one. Please don't let it be the Star Trek. It can't. It has mm-hmm. to be something you wrote that's original to you. Please don't end your career on Star Trek. I've been following you for way too long. Yeah. Uh, you, on the other hand, are like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll watch it. You don't really care. I appreciate him as an artist and, and the fact that he's making bigger budget original films. Mm-hmm. More or less original. Yeah. I've been I've been a, a fan since I was a teen, so mm-hmm. I, I get very excited. Like a like a, a puppy with a full bladder. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I see him like in interviews and stuff, and I I wonder about his. You know, I mean, it goes to that conversation about separating the art artist from the art, and that like is he a jerk or you know? He what I probably mean? Like, is, but you know, you you can be a jerk and still be a genius. I know he has like a, a horrible Australian accent. I know that. I. He, <laughs> I'm. I was so happy he didn't have a cameo, and if he did, I missed it because mm-hmm. um, he's. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that. That's less. Yeah, no. Mm. But um, 
you know, you, if he had been accused of something like really obscene, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it might change my opinion of his films and stuff like that. But I think it's, it's probably safe to say that he's a very intense person to work for. Mm -hmm. He doesn't strike me as an easygoing down to earth kind of, you just go with the scene, man. You know, he knows what he wants and he wants what he wants. Why do you keep looking at my boob? No, it's your shirt. It's a Tarantino <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen it. I know. I'm just, you keep I don't know. looking. Pre- Eyes are up here, pal. Prevert. Um, so, yeah, I, I just he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's like, oh, my God, that was the sweetest director I ever worked with. I think he's probably really difficult just in terms of, like, intensity. I don't know that he's a complete asshole, mm. you know, mm. not saying that. I don't know the guy. Yeah. Uh, I would work with him in a heartbeat. That's sure. He's one director that I've. Scorsese, Tarantino, you know, I mean, I would love to work with him, but uh, it scares me a little. Like I would be really anxious going in if I ever, the stars ever aligned. And it was like, you got a part in Tarantino fan. I'm like, he's going to fucking yell at me. I just know it. I'm going to mess up so bad. He's going to yell at me. Or you're going to love it. Like yell at me again. Yell at me again. He's going to throw a bucket of blood on me because I didn't do it right. (laughs) Like I have a feeling. I don't know. Um, But. 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 I still love his films. But. But. Um, yeah. So I was excited for this. Yeah. It, the commercial, well, I didn't first know First of all, what, we didn't get to the point about. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. That's right. That's right. Segway, segue. Yeah. So I, I'm going to jump to the end of the film. And I said to Paul, so. Tarantino, this will start at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I said, so what did you think? And you just kind of went, um, like it was good, but I felt like I would have enjoyed it more if I knew what the story was about. And I went. Well, no, I knew what the story was about. I would have. I would have uh I would have gotten more out of it if I knew um what this story revolved around. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. But that's the same thing. I knew me. what the but I knew what the film was about, but I I I I I just did, didn't story, know more about the not history. Not the film, the yeah. story, the story behind yeah. the film. That's what I'm saying, not yeah. the story of the film. You were there, you experienced it, you watched it, but the story itself. Mm-hmm. And I was genuinely confused because I have I wasn't a normal child. Mm. And I read a lot about psychosis and serial killers and I liked horror movies at a young age and stuff like that. So I just assume everybody knows the details of these famous cases. And after 12 years together, mm-hmm. I just assumed that you knew about the Manson murders. I mean, and I, who I knew was that, part I knew of they it existed, but I had no and idea. And what happened? Yeah, I had no idea of, of the details of it. Clearly. Yeah. And so they, I had like, you know, the Denzel Washington gif slamming the door moment where I was yeah. like, I don't even know you right now. Yeah. How did I, how have we been together for 12 years and you're right now going to me? Like, who's Sharon Tate though? That's what you <laughs> said. I would, like, if I knew who Sharon Tate was, like, why is Sharon Tate? And like, I don't understand why she was important in the film. I was like, oh, girl, just take a deep breath. It's <laughs> like, okay, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I lived a very sheltered life. So sheltered because yeah. like the Manson murders is it's such a co- like all right. Like I know about that, but yeah, I mean I've heard about it. And and there may have been some point in my life when I was like, you know, 17 that somebody had said, "Oh yeah, Sharon Tate and blah blah blah," but then like, you know, that's yeah. that's gone, but um So I, a quick like a quick wiki Google search could have, you could have gotten your answers yeah, but, there. Uh, you know, I didn't know I needed to do homework for the film. You, so. Well, you you don't. You don't need to do homework for the right. film. So if, if but if, if you live in a shoebox, 
No, you, it doesn't work like that. And you don't hear about like things that happened in the world. It doesn't. That's not how movies work. All right. What? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have to go in knowing specific things. You know, because what if what if you go into the they're, movie and you're, like you weren't really even alive then bait. and you had no I, idea? So I was alive no, during the Manson if, murders. If you, if you were born, if you were born in like 2000, you what are the, you what are the could chances still that you would really easily know? know about the Manson yeah. murders? If you, I, I mean, know. it's like there's there's such fa- because, like because for me, you ever like, heard of Jeffrey if, Dahmer? If, if if yeah yeah, but I don't know any specifics about that person either. So we're gonna get a divorce. Yeah. So it was uh, nice knowing you. Yeah. And it didn't used to eat people, right? Okay, very good. So, right, you know, okay. there's things that it, there's like basic information. You don't have to know like every single person. Right, but I don't want to go into but a movie. But you're like, "Oh yeah, that guy was a cannibal, Jeffrey Dahmer." Yeah. Okay, so if you see him in a film and you're like he starts eating people, you're like, "Got it. I remember hearing about this or whatever." And the rest yeah. is just a surprise. But first of all, this is an adaptation. This this film was not about the Manson murders. Right. It's about the Manson murderers and the people that took that that were part of that and existed in that, mm-hmm. but it's a completely, it's a total spin. It's not the way it actually went down. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Um, that's his 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 um, revisionist. Fuck, spoiler. Sorry, that's probably a spoiler, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's going to be. Spoilers. I mean, I I I I knew the thing is that the commercial was really sort of vague, right? Yeah, because I had heard when when he was making it that originally when he when it first came out that he was making the film it was it was a, a western it, well no i had heard that oh he's making a film about the mansons and all this well, i heard a western first that started first that he was supposed to do a western and he kind of did it's incorporated yeah, yeah. but then um, the manson murders came in and i was like what yeah so i had heard it was around that and then i was like okay well I'll, whatever and then i just whatever and um so yeah i mean that's you know i, mean, I don't know if we're, if we're talking spoilers charles manson is like in it for I don't even think he says any. Or he does. He yeah, has he one does line, but you don't even really see his face that much. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to. I'm not going to like spoil, spoil, right? But I'm just going to say that watching the. I didn't. I did not want to read about anything mm. on this film. I managed to go into this film not knowing anything but what I saw in the trailer. I refused to read up on it. I didn't want to ruin anything yeah. for myself. The trailer is very vague. You're not really quite sure. You're like, all right, so DiCaprio is an actor. Right. In this film, like in as a character, okay, Brad Pitt's in there, but who's Brad Pitt? Like, and you can't mm-hmm. really tell from the trailer. It's like, what? I don't understand. Well, then, I knew, I knew Leo was in it as an actor, and Brad Pitt was a stunt guy. I knew that. Yeah, I knew he was a stunt guy, but I didn't know who he was to Leo. Oh, oh, yeah. They say in the trailers that he's, his yeah, but stunt he's guy. more than a stunt guy. So, yeah. like that, I didn't, that I didn't get. Yeah, yeah. You know. And um, then I was like, well, then all of a sudden, Sharon Tate's in here. Like, what is this? What is happening in this yeah. movie? I had a feeling because the only thing that got spoiled for me was that uh, Sharon Tate's sister had approved of her uh, adaptation of her sister or whatever. For this film. For this film. So I was like, okay, they're not going to kill her. Right. So that's why I say spoiler. But I mean, to me, I knew like just like watching, I was like, I highly doubt it's not Tarantino style to just recreate that. Right. He wouldn't just be like, all right, so we're just going to recreate the whole thing, add yeah. some fictitious characters, but then like proceed with the murder scene as, as right. per usual. I knew he wasn't going to do right. that. So I didn't know he'd go where bastards. he went with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he went he went somewhere different uh, than I thought it was going to go. But I had no idea where the movie was going, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not yeah, your typical, neither. like, first, second, third act. It's like everything kind of you know, smashed together, it's, it, but it worked. Right, and 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 this film, unlike you know, this film isn't is not formulaic, like you're saying. And there's no, yeah, there's and no. And so like, I structure. feel like it didn't. It felt more. Um, 
it felt more like a movie like that from that's one of my biggest complaints today is like movies feel like they're over really fast because you can predict all right here's the here's act mm-hmm. 2 so mm-hmm. now our our you know our hero is going to come across some thing he has to overcome you know like it's just all very formulaic and this film kind of was harkening back to the 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 old formula of film where it just kind of felt like a story and the story just happened the way it yeah. happened you know well he's if good that makes for sense that. yeah I mean, I guess all his films are really like that. They're, yeah, none of he them doesn't are really do, like, you know. He doesn't follow that that outline of like, here's your first act, here's your second act, here's your third act, here's your antagonist, here's I mean, your protagonist. It like, all it usually builds them. up to something at the end. There's of course. always, you know, but. Um, There's always some gratuitous violence somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be a Tarantino movie without it. Yeah. But, but very funny. Yes. The movie was very funny. It was very funny. Yeah. And all his movies have like a comedy to them. Yeah. All of them yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But um, this, this one was had, had the most, I think. Yeah, like just like genuinely funny characters, mm-hmm. and so let's. I'll just get in. So, so DiCaprio plays like this sort of. Are we talking spoilers then? Um, no. I mean, you can see it in the in the trailer when he's like cursing oh, himself. You know, I he's have some like things I wanted to say that are spoilery. Oh well, save them for the end. All right. So then right. people have the option before. Just give a heads up. Mm-hmm. So he kind of plays like this sort of washed up kind of western actor yeah he had a big hit back yeah. in the day and... well, he's got a show and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing but he's aging and this and that and um he just plays the character so convincingly he's just so good <laughs> hilarious and brad pitt i didn't also think amazing. was gonna be like brad pitt's a great actor I, there's, I never think like oh is he gonna be able to pull it off it's brad pitt he's gonna do it but i don't know why i didn't think he was as much of a focus and a main character as he was yeah he kind of Kind of. There were moments where he was almost stealing it a bit mm-hmm. from DiCaprio, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah. A lot um, of people have said that, that, that Pitt kind of stole this. See, so you've been reading that. on it? Well, it just headlines. Mm. He kind headlines. of, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I was If it weren't for the fact that DiCaprio played such a like goof mm. so well. Yeah. Um, if And it, if it wasn't DiCaprio, let's say if it was an actor that wasn't quite as strong, like Brad Pitt would have stole that film. Even though he yeah, was like, yeah, but I like, think DiCaprio's character was much more nuanced and had a lot of more layers going on. And sure, Brad Pitt played the fuck out of his character for sure, but and they're both amazing in it. And I, I would not be surprised if they both got nominated for stuff. But I think DiCaprio just went a little deeper with with his character. Yeah, work. he did. Yeah, he played like more of a character. Yeah, Brad Pitt paid, played like Brad Pitt with an edge. Yeah, it was like Brad Pitt as a stunt guy. Yeah, kind of. Whereas DiCaprio in his real life is nothing like rick dalton yeah um but it just the, it was just so funny and and um pacino mm-hmm. he, he, i'm like one of the, i'm one of the few people that when people are like oh my god pacino De Niro, the greatest actress in the world i'm like i really i don't i don't get it like for me mm-hmm. when i see pacino um i guess because pacino plays pacino There's like the way de niro pony. plays de yeah. niro and i couldn't picture anybody else in goodfellas in De Niro's part, like right. he, that's that he played that character great. But there's not a whole lot of variety. A he doesn't play a lot of yeah. he, characters, and there's not a lot of range. He just kind of. I never forget that I'm watching De Niro ever. I never forget that I'm watching Pacino. I'm always like, yeah. waiting for that. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, it's just it's he's his voice is just so. Um, it's that movie star thing, man. You know, back in the day when they had you had like John Wayne and stuff. Like, yeah, it was always that. 
you, you know, cannot John Wayne see doing that this, person. It, yeah, so yeah. they're still old school Lucille like Ball's that. always Lucille Ball because yeah. it was, she was just, you know, that's the goofy character. And Pacino's like always this intense like detective or mm-hmm. gang, gangster guy. And De Niro's always like this edgy gangster yeah. guy. So I don't see them in any other way. So when I saw he was in the film, I'm like, oh, God, I hope he's not like a main, main character. And mm. spoiler, he's he's not. I mean, he's in it for a little bit. I mean, he, he did a good job playing the part. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, he was fine. I think, you know, people would be like, oh, Al Pacino's in it. He's like, he's kind of in it. Yeah. The Bruce Lee guy <laughs> was really good. Yeah. Um, that scene was just hilarious. And I want, you know, I, I was going to talk, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about was the Bruce Lee scene because I don't know if, you know, because they, they didn't, they portray, and I don't know how Bruce Lee really was. I think you it's know? Mike, Mike Moe. Mike Moe yeah. is, is the guy who played. Bruce Lee. I don't know how how Bruce Lee really was in real life because you know I never met him or anything, but he played them in just such a cocky, arrogant way. That's how I've always imagined and, and maybe, Bruce Lee. Maybe he was like that, you know. <laughs> but you know, uh, you have yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like he was he played the character well, but he just he played it he played it up. You know? Well, I think it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Everything is played up. Yeah. Everything, but that's how I always imagined kind of Bruce Lee being. You yeah. know, he he Bruce doesn't Lee's come tough off because Bruce Lee. Nobody is Bruce Lee's size. Everybody's bigger than Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was yeah. very thin. Well, I mean, this guy was pretty close. He was. Yeah, it was pretty close, but he was you know lanky, but mm-hmm. kind of cut and um. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. I I always assumed that that's kind of how I from the few interviews that I've seen or you know, I've just kind of figured him to be a cocky guy. And I I've, I've always sort of read those stories of people that say, you know, there's always that controversy that Bruce Lee wasn't as good as Bruce Lee thought he was. Mm. Right? Everyone like the it, when you talk about like kung fu and like a martial artist, everybody knows who well, Bruce Lee is. There, everybody yeah. does. But but I think a lot of that is is society too in building Bruce Lee up to be this legend that can kick anybody's ass. I think but Bruce. I'm sure I think Bruce Lee built did. himself but, up to, what, to be what, that person. What fighter doesn't think they're the he best? He was in like the, world? the Cassius Clay yeah. of martial arts, right? They yeah. just I'm the best. I'm the best, and I can beat everybody, and I can do everything. And there's no denying that he was the best, but. Um, or what I should say is no saying that he was good and great, but was he the best? We don't know. There's well, tons there's of people always, out there that that, that aren't famous there's that people, there's could people probably that, whoop them. There's no, there's nobodies in the NBA or NBA in the MMA that would probably kick his ass right, right now, you know. But but it's it's all irrelevant because it's it's not. There's amazing actors that will yeah. never make it to Hollywood. Right, I mean that so. just whatever. But anyway, I I really I really enjoyed it and um. The violence took a little while. I was starting to get a little worried. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why isn't there tons of violence yet? I'm a little concerned. And then when it gets there, you're like, there it is. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Everyone in the theater just kind of like moved in their seat. Like no one knew where to go in their seat because it just kept coming. Like he basically took an entire (laughs) movie's worth of violence and then just – yeah. Shot it into like I guess, a three minute well, scene. The thing with the thing with it was if you watch like the Django, right? <laughs> the Django, and he's shooting people at the end, and blood is just exploding. It yeah. would never do that in a gun, but you know it's part of it's the style. Yeah, yeah, right. But so in this one, the, and I, it's I feel like I feel so. like the uh, the the violence and the gore was a little more reli- more based in reality. Yeah, you know, and that's what made it more intense. Well, Django's character is supposed to be. He's almost like this. slightly non-human ethereal you know it's like he's a superhuman type of character 
Um, so when these fantastical things are happening, it's like that's holy. He would totally be able to shoot that many people at once. Oh, yeah. It's Django. No, I, yeah, but, and I was in for it, but the, the th- but in but this, I feel like it was for, just yeah, like that's what made violence. it seem more intense because it was very violent and you know it, it was very and some of it was kind of funny. It's kind of weird. I thought all the violence was so funny. <laughs> you're like, whoa, and it's just but like, laughing. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, my my one of my I had a couple gripes with the film but Uh they're spoilery so So, we're gonna talk about some spoilers now so skip ahead if you don't want to hear spoilers but my one of my things was like i didn't understand the making brad pitt a a possible wife murderer okay so it, it it was first of all it was irrelevant to the story right other than having zoe bell who we both love dearly yes. come out and 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 go crazy in, a, in a, an amazing scene but i don't really see what what the point of that is. So well, are we supposed to believe that he did it or or are we supposed to believe that he was wrongly accused of it? Or, I mean, I don't understand the relevancy of it, really. I think I think it's pretty obvious that he did it. Right. So then why, why is he... He killed his wife because she was annoying? Well, she was... She was kind of a see you next Tuesday in the this short scene yeah, that she I, was I, in. I don't... Yeah. And I'm, the idea is that he's... Like, he's a cool guy, but even when he loses his shit, it's in a cool manner, and he just about had enough of her, and they happened to be where they were, and um, I'm assuming that it was like, oh, it was an accident, and that's how he got away with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's because you you want to root for this guy, but then if you're like, well, he's a he killed his wife because she was annoying. I mean, I get it. It's a Tarantino film. It's not like, you know, it, it's some dramatic piece where you have to feel for these characters, but I just felt like I wanted to root for him more. But well, then I, I was like, that, well, I think that was that was the point, And that's what adds that texture to the character is that he is you want to root for him and you do root for him, but he's not perfect. He has well, a violent past. But in that it's not that he's a violent person. He just did. a He did something terrible. Yeah. Well, that was right? that was my biggest problem with the film probably is that because I feel like you could remove that altogether. Just make Zoe Bell hate him just because, and the move there no there would have been no difference to that film, and I would have enjoyed. But that would have affected the Bruce Lee scene. No, it wouldn't have because if yes, if Zoe Bell just hated him anyway. No, this in the Bruce Lee scene when they're about to fight that adds a whole other layer to what is what is now feasible for Bruce Lee because he went in like, okay, we're going to have this spat and I'm not scared of you. I'm the best. And then it's like, oh, you know, that guy killed his wife and got away with it. Right. And it's like, oh, this guy. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, the point is, is that and the, point, also, the point they wanted to make is that Bruce, uh, Brad Pitt was a better fighter than Bruce Lee. Right. But or at least on par to, to, and this is, this is IMO. Um, the idea is that the, the violence that ensues is m- mostly at the hand of Brad Pitt's character, mm-hmm. somebody who hadn't killed their wife, for instance, because he's totally chill through yeah. through the whole film, with the exception of the information that he had had this past, and then what happens at one point in the film. A guy who didn't have the capability of ending somebody's life could not do the things that were done. Yeah, that's why it needed to be added that, hey, by the way, this guy's capable of some shit. He's chill 99% of the time, okay? But when he goes off, be careful. And that added this sort of element of danger to his character. He's a cool guy, but don't fuck with him. Just like with the tire scene, right? uh, He could have done that differently. He didn't. You fucked with him. You crossed the line. He's going to pelt your face. (laughs) And so that whole, like, he killed his wife thing is like, just to sort of forewarn you, this guy has a streak. Don't cross the line. 
Um, I don't think that if he if that if he had just divorced his wife, you know, because of uh, you know <laughs> amicable differences, um, that character would not have been capable of doing the things that he did. I think when he's violent and when he goes too far, it's because yes, you have to remember this guy did kill his wife. So he's capable he of that. He could have killed somebody in a bar fight too, you know. I mean, and self. I don't know. I just there, there was just something about the fact that he killed his wife because she was annoying or something that kind of was like wasn't a huge fan of that part. But that's the arrogance to imply that it's that you can't hit a woman because <laughs> the Bill Burr. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no reason to hit a woman. There's no. There's no reason. Of course, there's like 20 reasons. You just don't do it. <laughs> like, that's where you're going with that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess because then once he was, you know, housing people at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, he totally fucking killed his wife. Yeah. No question. <laughs> yeah. But up until then, I was like, oh, maybe he didn't. It's fine. We'll no, just... I always assumed he did because yeah. of the expression on his face. Like, yeah, before yeah, it's I assumed, so. like, he was like, ah, and I've had enough of you. And his mm-hmm. goggles come on and you're like, oh, shit. Because they don't show anything, but you're uh, like, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, she was, I'm not saying that if your wife is to see you next Tuesday that you should kill her, but I'm just saying that when you're dealing with a character that has capabilities and has a streak, he'd had enough. Yeah. He did what he did. I didn't mind it at all. I thought it really added to the character. Okay. I liked it a lot. A lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, Margot Robbie was good. You know, that was my only complaint. She's. Didn't do anything special, but she wasn't really asked to, so she just it didn't. Whatever. Yeah, her part didn't really require it. My um, only gripe was that because so, at one point, um, I thought the hippie girl that Brad Pitt—I don't know the actress's name—but the 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 hippie girl that Brad Pitt picks up in the car, who has armpit hair. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, it was the sixties. Um, she did good. Yeah, but so did, many, so many directors would not have put that in just because aesthetically it's like, eh, no one wants to see a pretty girl with pit hair. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes I'll Because yeah, then there's okay. that scene in the car when he's in the car with her. Yeah. And she, and, and she won't, he won't do anything with her because she's underage. Mm-hmm. So he has some kind of conscience. Yeah. He's not a complete asshole. Yeah. But then he also, but he killed his wife. So who would it? Well, he, she was a see you next Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Enough years of that. Who knows? You don't know what this woman's done to him. Yeah. I'm just saying shit happens. Not yeah. everybody's perfect. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, um, Bruce Willis's daughter, is it Rumor? Wh- rumor. Is that her first name? Somebody has a, either a Phillips, is it Rumor Phillips? Oh, I don't I know Kevin Smith's daughter's in it. Who the hell was she? Harley Quinn Smith. She was one of the... Um, Manson girls? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, my, again, my only gripe was that Margot Robbie looked nothing like Sharon yeah, Tate. Yeah. She looks nothing like her. And they they actually... I was a little confused. I mean, I guess it's it's an homage, right? Because she lost. Can her I ask life. this question? Ask Margot me. Robbie had such a short skirt on, and I'm not complaining. But <laughs> how do you sit in one of those things? Carefully. That's how short skirts kid. were. I don't know. They were they were mini. Yeah, yeah, but they I don't know skirts. how you sit in one of those things without you know. Well, you sit and you keep your legs crossed because everything's out from the bottom. I guess. Like if you but... were sitting on a, a clear acrylic chair. We got a show. Right. That's just, that's great. I don't know. Uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the 60s, 70s. Yeah. Um, so for me, Margot Robbie didn't look um, anything at all like Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. And, and it ironically, was weird that she was watching herself on screen, but they used the real they, footage. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I guess it's because it was an homage to her yeah, that yeah. they didn't take her out, but it was so weird because it was like that 
literally looks nothing like her. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be watching her own scenes yeah. and enjoying them. And it's like, who the hell is that? Yeah, Rumor Willis. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's Bruce Willis's? Are you kidding me? No, I didn't know. She literally looks like a combination between him and, uh, what's to, her face? To me? Yeah. Um, Rumor Willis looks more like Sharon Tate than Margot, Margot Robbie, Robbie mm. but she's not, I don't think she's as strong as of an, of an actress, I'm assuming. Mm. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really seen her in much. She may be, but the, you yeah, know, she may. I'm not saying like, oh, she's and... not as good an actor. I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe, you know, she, Margot Robbie's a great actress. I felt like she was underused oh, yeah. in this film. It was like. Rumor she could have Willis could have pulled it off. Yeah, but that, but the thing is, I think it's the name. It's like Margot Robbie's like kind of hot right now, mm-hmm. and you know she's she does so well, and she's such a strong actress that it's like okay, maybe he just really wanted to work with her. But for yeah. me, she looked nothing like Sharon Tate at all. Mm-hmm. Sharon Tate was kind of more cur- curvy for the time. I'm mm-hmm. saying, you know, she was just a little fuller, and like Margot Robbie's very thin, mm-hmm. and I just didn't see it. Yeah. No. I just didn't see it, I guess. Um, she did great, but I yeah. just felt like, okay. If they hadn't done such a good job at making everybody look like who they were supposed to be, I would say, sure, Margot Robbie is Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Bruce Lee looked like Bruce Lee, Manson, uh, the guy who played Manson, what was his name? Oh, uh, uh, good grief. Charles Manson. <laughs> Charles Manson as Charles Manson. Um, uh, Damon... Harriman, David Harriman, something. Nailed it. Sure. Um, he looked like Charles Manson. Yeah. The girl who played, uh, Dakota Fanning plays, I believe, Squeaky, mm-hmm. um, who kind of looked like yeah. that. And then at the, the, the Manson, one of the Manson girls. So is that true? Did they really all live in that like rundown? Well, they lived in a compound. Yeah. But was it an old film set or whatever? It might have been. That yeah. I don't. That I don't know. I know that they all lived um, on a compound, uh, but, you know, uh, Dalton's character and Pritt's character, these are all fictitious characters, you know. Um, So I don't know the name of the girl who played. She was one of the Manson girls at the end. She's who looked exactly like. The one that ran away? No. The one that ran away was from Stranger Things. Yeah. The brunette girl that was like. In the backseat of the car, like, yeah, we should do this. I got a plan. That girl who would like hatched up the plan, the one with the gun. Yeah. Um, the person that she's playing, she looked so much like that person. Yeah. The way that that girl really looked. Uh-huh. That that's why I'm just saying, like, okay, if everybody's gonna look so close to who they're supposed to be playing, then like, how do we not have like a better Tate? Yeah. yeah. I guess. Roman Polanski. It looked like Roman Polanski, yeah. you know, so it was uncanny, uh, yeah. you know, that that one character, I think, I guess because that's the, you know, well, he, he wanted Margot Robbie. There's just so much you can do in terms of what she looks like. That's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I never thought, oh, there's Sharon Tate. It was just like, oh, there's Margot Robbie. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that was my minor, like did not ruin young, anything. That young me. girl was good, too. Who? That, the little, the young, the, the really other, young girl. Yeah, yeah, she was good also. Was good. And that whole scene when um, he has with, in, oh, in the... Uh, 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 Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Luke per- I think, yeah. Sad, uh, but that whole scene with him and and if your last film is a Tarantino film, man, I mean, like that's hey. if it, you know. But with DiCaprio and and Luke Perry, and, you got and that. the girl, that yeah, that scene, girl, was, that scene really was really good. Really good. That scene was really good. Did, you know, DiCaprio did his vein bulging, mm-hmm. the Django scream. Yeah. He's just like so so good at that. Yeah, he's so good at hysterical. <laughs> like. 
yeah. and not funny, just yeah. hysterics and drama. He's always well, very he good could, at but that. But that's the thing is he can be hysterical in that scene and be dramatic, but then also be hysterical in his trailer uh-huh. and be funny. <laughs> you couldn't stop before. <laughs> he was really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. His timing is really good. So I'm I'm a a plus a plus Everybody a plus. Okay. Everybody's okay. Fucking hippies aren't okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hippies. Um, I I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Did I love it? Django and Death Proof are two of my favorite Tarantino films. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the purists out there are like, scoff. Inglorious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Inglorious. I really liked. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved aspects of it and. Pitt's character in mm-hmm. it and the whole movie theater scoozy mm-hmm. and uh you know the, it, also if you're a, a tarantino fan there's a lot of little easter yeah, eggs yeah. in there the the, the, the apple life. cigarettes yeah. the um one of the filmmakers in it was one of the characters from inglorious, inglorious bastards, bastards yeah. uh, you'll see the name the name that he gives in inglorious bastards was the name of the director you know there was like those little mm-hmm. i was nerding out a bit i'm like oh that's and also, there's a scene of uh, a girl who gives Brad Pitt a cigarette. Yeah. You'll learn about that cigarette later. That is the actress who played BB in Kill Bill, who mm-hmm. was the daughter. That little girl from Kill Bill is that grown-ass woman. And it has a post-credit scene. Yeah. And there is a post-credit scene. Yeah. That's true. I had a feeling. Normally, I kind of get it because he doesn't usually do that. Yeah. And for some reason, I was like, I feel like it's not over because it's so, it's it, you know, they did that a lot in those films back in that time. Yeah. There was always like some kind of post credit, like, you know, little, little yeah, like commercial or something. So it's like, I'm going to just sit tight. And I'm mm-hmm. glad I did because a lot of people just like got up and left and they left, they, they missed out on like a pretty funny scene. Yeah. So it's not my favorite Tarantino mm-hmm. film, but it'll go in third place. Top shelf. Top behind shelf the first two. Yeah. It's, Good. it's definitely one of my favorites of his. I enjoyed it way more than The Hateful Eight. That's probably the one Tarantino film. Jackie Brown, I wasn't too crazy about either. I yeah. thought it was okay. Yeah, Hateful um, Eight. It was, uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah. I just, I could not, I didn't hate it. I just was like. You weren't hateful of it. I was just, it's just, it takes so long for him to make movies. I'm not like complaining, but he really takes his time with a movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you wait four years <laughs> and then The Hateful Eight came out. I was like, what? Yeah. I gotta wait another four years for him to do something else. Come on! Yeah. So that was that one was a little bit of a bummer for me. I didn't really quite enjoy that one as much. That one and Jackie Brown are my least two favorites. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, I I can go the rest of my life la- my life never watching Reservoir Dogs again, never watching Pulp Fiction again, never watching Kill Bill at this point because it's like. They play it so much. Like I've seen them so many times that I'm almost like, all right, I could still watch. I could still watch Death Proof. If it's on, I'm watching it. When Django's on, I'm watching it. I'm still there with those. But like the originals, they were great. It's just that they're so played out because everyone's always like, oh my God, Reservoir Dogs, you know, which I don't know. Like when you go back, you're like, oh, this isn't as great as I thought it was (laughs) when I watched it because it was a long time ago. It was the beginning of his career, you know? So. I think, like, for me, he picked up with Kill Bill. Like, when he made Kill Bill, he went yeah. to another level. Well, it's that a complex was, story, you know? It's a complex film. I just think in his filmmaking, yeah. overall in his filmmaking, he just, like, when he... Well, no, I'm saying, as opposed to everything that came before Kill Bill, Kill Bill yeah. was a much bigger... Oh, for sure. ...in scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean, a two-parter, so... Yeah. 
It's been a Tarantino kind of day. And he did a pretty good job with um, the era, too, because he shot on anamorphic lenses, it mm-hmm. looked like. And um, all those shots in the, the pit driving around and in the city must have He been loved him some driving scenes from the, the back seat. <laughs> to, like, go through and, you know, wherever they shot and either digitally re- replace the cars mm-hmm. or just have, you know, practical cars driving. Yeah. But then the landscape, it must have been a And those, um, those, those re-edited scenes... Of him in like they did really. Yeah. It wasn't like you didn't know because you're like the lighting is always like a little not quite. It's but he did a good. I mean, he did as 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 good as you can do. Yeah. Kind of sticking a modern character into an old film. Um, If you're wondering whether there's feet. Yes. Tons tons of dirty feet. Tons of feet. And not the nicest ones. Yeah. He's got a thing. It's not a thing for feet. He's got a thing for ugly feet. Because Uma Thurman, no shade to Uma Thurman, she has admitted she has horrible feet. And she does. And he, well, he, I don't know if it would be, were these feet ugly. I don't yes. know. If they, yeah. Yes. Well, just in that they were there dirty. Was a, no. It Barbara Robbie's feet were fine. No, they weren't. Yeah. I'm sorry. That girl's gorgeous. And her life isn't going to change because I don't think her feet are attractive. Mm. She's still way more successful and talented than I'll ever be. But... I have a thing about feet that like long knuckle type toes and she had like the knuckle feet and then the girl, the young girl that Brad Pitt's talking to, like her feet are smashed up against the window and you could see all the yellow from like the callus and Mm. her toes are just like, I just, I don't like feet. So I, I don't like feet, but I will always look at someone's feet to see if they're nice. Yeah. I don't like a foot, but I appreciate a nice looking foot. When like sure. you take care of your feet, everything's you know copacetic. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. These were not good ones. I was like, oh, cringing. Not good feet. He likes ugly feet. That's his thing. Whatever. Yeah. That's his. Those are his muses as a so, director. So you, what did you give it? A plus plus a plus 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 C plus. So I, I would probably do like an A minus. Oh, B+. that's oh <laughs> A minus. <laughs> See, I was like, oh. Well, just because Brad Pitt and. Leonardo DiCaprio show. just were so good. They're so stinking good. They're so good. Well, I, I expected to pretty much just talk about this through the entire episode. Well, we saw Mission Impossible movie as well. Well, yeah, we saw the last one. We were like way late to the game yeah. for that. Way, way late. That's an actor That's that I have movie. to say. See, here's the thing where you're like, I don't know if Tarantino seems like he's probably a jerk, but that's a, that's we a, that know Tom that Tom Cruise... Uh, for me, is is the biggest one that I have the biggest problem with because but the still man watch is crazy, <laughs> and he is a he is a movie star. He's a movie star, and he loves doing his own stunts. And mm-hmm. I, it, that's it's awesome. Like to have somebody that takes so much. Like he he loves making movies, and he mm-hmm. loves entertaining people. And all this, but then you have you know the personal the side of it, and all, and, and all the the stories you hear, and it's like who knows what's true, you know, whatever. But it's like I love watching. Tom Cruise movies—they're just fun. You Mission Impossible, the latest one, was just just a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you grab your separate. popcorn and have a blast. The fight scene was amazing. His the stunts he does, the whole ending scene with the helicopters crashing down—so much of that looked practical. It, it just it was. Awesome. I actually had complaints. Yeah. I thought oh, yeah, it was going to be a lot more epic than it was. Yeah. And everybody talked about that bathroom scene. And I fast. was like, whoa, I'm waiting for this crazy scene. I thought that it was going to be like, oh, I can't think of the movie right now. Help me. No, not the raid. Nothing's like the raid. Um, Viggo Mortensen, mm. nude. Oh, is that? In a uh, bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I know. Help what, me. Um, it's, is it uh, Northern uh, Territories or Borders or... <laughs> So, trying to throw out keywords here. Uh, Northern exposure. Yeah. 
Um, it was uh, uh, Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises, yeah. yes. Um, that scene, like when that scene came out, I was like, not only was it was a fight scene, but you're like, whoa, balls. Yeah. I, whoa. Full Vigo's frontal balls. fight scene. Yeah. Hold, 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 hold the phone. What's going on? Yeah. Um, and so not that I thought I was going to see balls in this, but I just thought something along those lines of like this really epic fight scene. It was a with fight balls. scene. <laughs> with with or without balls. Yeah. It was just a fight scene. Yeah. Honestly, I, there was nothing really crazy about I mean, it. It was so, a good fight scene. But yeah, it was just, a good fight you know. scene, but it wasn't anything I hadn't seen really yeah. before. I wasn't, you know, left with my jaw dropped because yeah. it was so amazing. Like when you watched, when we watched the raid and I was like, pause it, hold on. What the hell did we just yeah. watch? What like there's right so many things happening that you have to go back. Cause you missed all these cool uh, yeah. moves. This was just like, it was, it started, it ended done. Oh, all right. That was the scene. Yeah. So that like, I, I was hoping it was going to be a lot better than I'd it give was. It a B plus though. I gave it like a B minus B. But that's so a good crazy. example. Okay. Of, separating yeah art from, art from the artist yeah. because i can't say the stories oh you hear stories about yeah um, yeah like tom cruise because just there's them. a video no no look there's video. Oh, no what I'm, what I'm saying is that's 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 a big part of it because some of those there's there's truth to some right, of those stories and some of the stories yeah, are not when it's, it's like, a rumor and someone says oh you know i heard tarantino such and such and such on set right all right well i don't know if that's true right, you're saying that's true, what right. you heard but i'm there's no there's no part of me that thinks that there's any redeeming factor to Scientology or to Miscavige. Is it Miscavige? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's not the, these people are your wife, buddy? fucking nuts. Yeah. And he's nuts and he's the ringleader and Tom Cruise is the prince. Yeah. He's on so if you're on stage shaking this dude's hand and helping sell this ridiculous narrative well, of Xenu. And space people and taking everybody's money and making them clean toilets with their tongue and shit, you're assholes, you know? So, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Tom Cruise is a dick because this is what you're part of. Can you still be an entertaining dick? Sure. Yeah. Sure, you can. As a person, I don't want to know the guy. Uh, and there's there's even a part of me that feels like a little bit guilty supporting his films because I'm like, yeah. you're literally part of destroying people's lives. Yeah. Not just like you yelled at somebody. All right? right. This isn't like, oh, he's rude or arrogant. It's like you're you're literally but part of an organization that may a, have killed people. If you, you want to see the film, there's so many more people and things that are involved in making that film. You know, you're supporting the director and the producers and the other actors and I know, sound I know, people, you I know, get so that. it's like, it's a tough thing to, I get that. But to, I think uh, like that, that would be, that would be a, a difficult decision. Like if some, you know, cause it's like, you know, as an actor that your goal is to, to work with as many actors as you can and work on different stuff. Right. And it's like, Oh, you're going to be in a, a Tom Cruise movie. And it's yeah. like, Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no part of me would want to be like, Oh, hello, Mr. Cruz. He'd probably kick me off set because he'd be like, this bitch doesn't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. I'll talk to you when, when, when we're rolling. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know you aside from that. Yeah. Um, because this is, this, is, this is really intense stuff. Like this isn't just being a jerk or cheating on all of your wives or, you know what I yeah. mean? That's whatever your personal business. This is like you're part of a really like horrible, horrible organization. Yeah. So a lot of actors But then again, are. so is Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi, there's a lot of people involved. That one killed me. I love Giovanni Ribisi so much. It's amazing how many people are in Scientology. Mm -hmm. You just want to shake them. Yep. 
They tried to recruit me. That's right. But I wasn't having any of it. You don't have any damn money for them. You would have been the toilet cleaner. Yeah, you would, would have been, been those people locked in the huts in the desert, yeah. <laughs> like building underground structures because there's true. no way you would have uh, been able to contribute to them financially. Yeah. You, sir, would have never known Xenu. No. You didn't have the coin for it. (laughs) So I guess that wraps it up. Yeah, that wraps it up. That wraps it up. We're still like, we're talking to people to be on the show and stuff. I got two guests coming up for sure. So yeah, at some point, it's just this is. You're getting sick of us. I get it. But you're going to, you're most likely going to get sick of us because we're in pre production mode. And so it's like all of our energy is going towards. It's really terrifying when we started this months and months and months ago i kind of was the one who was like let's start this now in march we have so much time yeah. to start getting prepared uh, and now you know i'm like it's almost august i was supposed to be 10 pounds lighter than i am right now yeah. already so that's done uh i'll just be hating every angle that i'm in uh <laughs> because there's no way i'm gonna make the 20 pound goal you're not gonna make weight for the film i am not gonna make weight no <laughs> way maybe i might lose solely 10 pounds if i shut my yap now but uh i was supposed to do 20 and that's just not happening because you know what pizza is delicious it is pizza and ice cream cream. pizza and ice cream. we had that today and i'm not supposed to eat that yeah i'm not supposed to eat gluten yeah and sauce (laughs) and i'm really not supposed to eat dairy but i do it anyway Mm -hmm. because i'm a glutton for punishment punishment thank you so much for joining us today thank you and uh please join us next week Yes. Well, we want to give shout outs. Yeah. Steady Geek and Reality Bomb Comic Cast. I'm still going to shout out Parlor 109 because they're yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, not up for debate. Not up for debate. Perry Horovis, who's in California at the moment, yeah. driving his Porsche. Mm-hmm. Fancy pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I just want to throw a uh, documentary out there because okay. I haven't talked about documentary in a while. Um, who killed Garrett Phillips, I believe it was called? Is that the one I caught caught the end of? Yeah, it's on HBO. It's crazy. It's so so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Um, And not for the reasons that I think a lot of people think. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think this guy did it. And that's what was frustrating was like watching this hack interrogation with this town. Oh, my God. The whole thing was just. When the prosecutor started crying, I was like, get the fuck out of here. You're crying in your like final statement. Yeah. That's that's what you decided to start crying. You're a professional. Yeah. You're afraid of women you've living, becoming. You've been living this yeah. case, but now yeah. is, when you're doing your final statement, that's when that's when it's too much yeah. for you. We're, we're afraid of a woman becoming president because she's too emotional. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can't even hold it together for something we know you're not crying about. Like yeah. it was just such bullshit. Anyhow, uh, I would watch that. If you're into docu-series or a docu- it's two, it's a two-parter. So you mm-hmm. can, I think it's like an hour and a half each or something like that. So you can easily get it done mm-hmm. in a couple hours. I, I say watch it. It's really good. A plus. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We'll see you next week. When maybe somebody will be on or maybe you'll maybe just be not. listening to us. Hopefully. Yakety yak. Hopefully. See how schedules work out. True. Okay. Bye. bye.